T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Mid-America's most trusted source for news. KMOX. At 5.03, it's a clear sky and 48 degrees downtown at the Arch. Today is Wednesday, January 4th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story, two auto mechanics got into an argument in Maryland Heights. One had a gun and the other is dead. It happened at the Dobbs Tire and Auto Center on McKelvey at Dorset just before 11 this morning. Police Chief Bill Carson tells KMOX his officers got there in about two minutes. And they found a 52-year-old man that uh, had been shot multiple times. Uh, the, the victim was ultimately pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, they also located a 23-year-old male that was identified as the shooter. The chief says the pair worked together. The shooting happened at the auto repair shop area. The suspect is in custody, expected to face charges. Still no Speaker of the House. As you heard from CBS News, now six ballots in and Republicans can't come together. Not being able to organize the House is... Um you know, that's a fatal flaw in leadership. KMOX political analyst and former Missouri Republican Party chair John Hancock says he gets why the vast majority of Republicans don't want to ditch Kevin McCarthy. I understand the sentiment of the 200 who don't want to empower the 20. Uh, you know, I can appreciate that point of view because if you if you cave to them now, then you, they, they basically get to run the House. And uh, I don't think that would be good for anybody. A South St. Louis high school where an armed intruder shot and killed two people this fall is now inviting all students to return. The students of Central Visual and Performing Arts High School, about 380 of them, when they come back on Monday, may notice more security. The district tells KMOX they have increased the staffing, some of the security will be armed, and the district says they now have more security hardware protecting the school. The collegiate half of the school the side where the shooting didn't take place has been back in class since after Thanksgiving. But Monday will be the first time that uh, students are invited to come back to the side of the school where the tragedy struck. That's KMOX's Kevin Colleen. Now, the latest from Missouri's capital. The Missouri General Assembly is now in session. Representative Dean Plocker of De Pere was sworn in as House Speaker and said education will be a focus of legislation. Missourians should have opportunities to choose where they send their children for a high-quality education. And parents should have a stronger voice as it relates to the substance of what is taught their kids each day. He also says lawmakers must take action against crime. More than 400 bills have been pre-filed heading into the new session. The state representative who couldn't get sports betting passed in Missouri last year is optimistic as the session started today. David Houks says it's the number one topic he's heard from constituents on both sides of the aisle. They want sports gambling in Missouri. His bill passed in the House but stalled in the Senate because of debate over video gambling. How 
Kellogg says he'll introduce a bill that would not involve video gaming. I'm a believer that they're two different subjects as far as gambling goes. One is sports betting, the other is virtual lottery, or BLTs, video lotteries. Um, I've carried both of the bills. I just have always said they're two separate bills. The issue will likely be a priority after Kansas legalized sports betting at the beginning of September. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. The Illinois Supreme Court has yet to set a hearing on the cash bail provision of the new Safety Act that went into effect January 1st. Governor J.B. Pritzker is confident it will pass constitutional muster. I'm disappointed uh, that there's a delay in the implementation. Um, Justice shouldn't be delayed, and we want our neighborhoods to be safer, and uh, putting the Pretrial Fairness Act into effect will make our neighborhoods safer. State's attorneys and sheriffs sued to block the end of cash bail, saying the Illinois Constitution guarantees bail, and the legislature cannot change that. The high court put that aspect of the new law on hold until they can rule. The KMOX business desk gets two different outcomes for a pair of former executives with the St. Louis Economic Development Partnership. Former partnership CEO Sheila Sweeney will get to keep the unauthorized $160,000 bonus she gave herself six years ago. But in a separate agreement, former Chief Financial Officer Joyce Steiger will pay her $100,000 bonus back. The Post-Dispatch reports the two came to agreement with the taxpayer-funded agency who filed suit against them a year ago. Sweeney was appointed to the position by former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stenger and was a key figure in the scandal that sent him to prison. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. And as we continue on Total Information PM, let's get the very latest on the race for speaker in Washington, D.C. Joining us live from the Capitol is CBS News correspondent Scott McFarland. Thanks for the time, Scott. Of course, and welcome to the Capitol. It's a circus here. It sounds like it. Uh, And by the way, coming up, we're also going to talk with Congressman John Shimkus, retired from the Metro East, uh, to get his perspective on this. Uh, But first of all, uh, Scott, there's been an adjournment. They're coming back later tonight. What is the latest? Where Where do things stand? Well, we're finished six votes for U.S. House Speaker. For the first time in 100 years, it took more than one vote for U.S. House Speaker. And after six votes, we are nowhere. Kevin McCarthy has not gained any support. He's basically is where he started. And that leads to an impasse that could go days, not hours, but days. And so what's happening right now in this uh, interim period before they uh, reconvene later? Are there negotiations? Is there a sense that uh, Kevin McCarthy, we've had some analysts say that he may not have uh, a path forward from here. Uh, What's the the feeling there? It's hard to see what that path forward is, but I can tell you I'm standing outside the new Republican whips office as they're having a meeting, McCarthy leadership and some of these breakaway um, House Republicans who've said they won't support him, those who've defected. And as they step out in the meeting, there is no indication of a breakthrough or minds change. They're going to return at uh, 8 p.m. Washington, D.C. time for another set of votes. But this trajectory has not changed. So there are meetings happening, though. It's not like everybody's just gone their their separate ways. Well, to a degree, they don't have a choice. I mean, they, they have to keep voting on speaker until they choose one. Nothing else can happen. At this moment, on this evening in America, there is no sitting U.S. House of Representatives. None of them is sworn in. None of them can form committees, do legislation, have hearings until this is done. So they have no choice but to talk, but the talk isn't getting anywhere. So 8-7 Central, that's, uh, that's when they're expected back. And what do you expect to happen then? More, more votes? Vote number seven? Uh, based on what we're seeing over the last hour, I expect there to be another vote with a very similar action against Kevin McCarthy and to creating a logjam that will continue. One retired congressman who departed here Monday, Fred Upton of Michigan, says based on how he sees it, we're not even at halftime yet. 
All right. We'll we'll, uh, continue to pay attention. Remember, CBS News updates at the top of every hour here on KMOX. And CBS News correspondent Scott McFarland joining us live from the Capitol. Thank you so much for the great information, Scott. And we're going to switch gears now and uh, continue with our conversations from the Capitol. And former Congressman John Shimkus, uh, now a professor at Southern Illinois University, joining us on Total Information PM. What do you make of the situation and the fact that uh, we're now headed toward vote number seven? Yeah, it's, uh, it's historic, obviously, 1923. That may have been Joe Cannon from Illinois, uh, Danville era. I'd have to double-check that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, obviously, the 20 are hardened nose against Kevin. Uh, but remember, there's the, the vast majority of Republicans in conference support Kevin. So I think what's happened is there's a there's – a, they obviously there's they feel the rest of the Republicans, the majority of Republicans feel like they're being extorted by a small minority uh, and they are fighting back the best they can. Uh, my analysis is that eventually someone has to give. If the 20 don't give, then then Kevin will have to give. And then I mean, Kevin McCarthy. And then then the question is, who's who's next in the wings? Everyone else in leadership is totally behind uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, and no one has showed any disloyal tendencies. And so that if that time comes, um, they might be able to galvanize the majority of Republicans. And McCarthy has said that, uh, you know, some of these uh, these 20 or so are, are interested in either getting their moment in the spotlight or getting a committee assignment or getting some sort of uh, legislation through. But how do you take a look at uh, what they're looking for? Do they have legitimate concerns? Well, I don't mind the rules, you know, addressing rules. I think the uh, five members to uh, remove the chair, which means have a vote against the speaker, I think that's a, a little small. Uh, there's always been grumbling about the rules package and, and inclusion and how do you uh, get that. I, but I find it very egregious for these uh, these members to make suggestions for chairmanships, jumping over many members of, of seniority that have toiled in the trenches. I just, I and, and of course, then those members will say no. So. Those are ridiculous requests being put out by some of these uh, 20 disgruntled extortionists. And uh, as we uh, continue our conversation with retired Illinois Congressman John Shimkus, now Southern Illinois University uh, professor, uh, with us on KMOX, uh, you've been there. You've been on the floor of the House. You've served. And so what do you think this spells uh, for, for actually getting stuff done uh, and productivity from here? Yeah, it's, it makes it more difficult. I was in meetings today. Uh, I'm in D.C. I'm get, trying to get a flight home. And uh, the, uh, it, it really diminishes the, uh, the power of the Republican majority in the House. Remember, uh, it's in essence one-third of the government. You have Democrats controlled the U.S. Senate. You've got a Democrat in the executive branch. And so to, to weaken the only Republican bastion of, of uh, public policy in the nation is uh, I find it really um, confusing and disappointing because uh, this is the time that we should, you know, move to our better angels and, and unite against what we, what we feel, you know, is, is a liberal encroachment and 
uh, in social and economic policies in our country. And, and, and this kind of makes a, a mockery of our, our party and our positions when we can't even unite <laughs> as a party. I mean, as you can tell, I'm very frustrated. Well, we appreciate your uh, your thoughts and, and sharing your experience with us. A retired Illinois Metro East Congressman, Republican John Shimkus, now a political science professor. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, Michael. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, hope you uh, are have good luck uh, catching your flight. And uh, coming up, we're going to get the very latest on this from the CBS Evening News. As you heard Scott McFarlane reporting live from the Capitol there uh, talk about, we're about 90 minutes away, 8-7 Central, from the House uh, reconvening and attempting uh, likely another vote uh, in the race for Speaker. Now, three things to know. Number three. A proposal to give the scooters another try downtown is drawing fire from boosters who fear it could lead to more teenage mayhem. Developer Brad Waldrop with the group Citizens for a Greater Downtown says there's no technology to guarantee teenagers won't ride them. There's easy ways around that. Parents can use their IDs and credit cards to, to initiate the ride and then just let the teenager take off down the street. They're being ridden in packs. Number two. As the House adjourns until 8, 7 central after six failed ballots for House Speaker, KMOX Republican analyst John Hancock says he believes Kevin McCarthy's time is over. He will not be elected on the seventh ballot. He won't be elected on the 12th ballot or the 20th ballot. And uh, at some point, something's got to give. I certainly don't know what that something is. Number one. This is Kevin Killeen. Two auto mechanics arguing on the job at the Dobbs in Maryland Heights. There's a gun and one is dead. Police Chief Bill Carson. There's no community that's completely immune from it. The victim, 52. The suspect, 23 years old. He's arrested and expected to face charges. For a whole nother story with Kevin Colleen. And tonight, Kevin thinks his Christmas tree has been draining away his life energy while he naps on the couch. If we had an infrared secret camera in our living room, it would have shown clearly how whenever I took a nap on the couch during Christmas break, the invisible tentacles of the Christmas tree would twine across the room like strands of DNA hovering over the couch where I snored. And they would slowly drain off my electrolytes, bone marrow nutrients, and essential plasmas. Unaware of this, my wife would come home and say, my, how vibrant the tree looks this year. Have you been watering it? No. What's wrong, she'd say, opening the curtains. You sure are taking a lot of naps this Christmas break. I know, I know. I was lying there thinking about all this, how I had to take action, because if I didn't, that tree, it would be in the living room after Epiphany and they'd be hauling me out to the curb. And then it would just keep on thriving. It would take out other family members, neighbors, the mailman, delivery truck drivers, railroad engineers. Eventually, the military would have to be called in to detonate the house from 50,000 feet. For this reason, I was glad to get away from that tree to get back to work. It seems a lot of people have had the same problem. Everyone is sluggish the first day back. What just happened to us all? We saw all our loved ones. We ate rich food. We opened presents. 
My wife gave us all matching pajamas for Christmas, and we sat around till two in the afternoon doing nothing. But after a few days, it got to be too much. The loved ones left one by one, goodbyes in the driveway, drop-offs at the airport, and the, the holiday blues set in. I would drift back into the living room after waving goodbye to our loved ones and stretch out onto the couch to think about it all. The more I slept, the more tired I got, and the tree continued to thrive. As I was leaving for work finally, I pulled on one of the branches and the needles were all still sound and strong and soft with none on the floor. So I threw myself into the old office routines and began to feel the energy returning. You can feel it in your blood when you're back on the job. It's hard to admit, but the vacations we look forward to so much and, and idolize, they always disappoint us, and it's our jobs that we hate that revive us. I was planning on going home and telling my wife about all this. Maybe we can turn on the tree once more and I'll stretch out on the couch and try to explain it to her. With a whole nother story, I'm Kevin Killeen. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.